Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up two and three quarters at 4.11 and a half. November soybeans up eight and a quarter at 10.72 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up one and a quarter at 6.33 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up three cents at 5.74. December spring wheat is up two and a half at 5.80 and a quarter. Um, so we've got some good looking prices here. December corn futures, the nearby contract into some fresh highs. Uh, December 21 corn futures traded over $4 yesterday, uh, above $4 again here this morning. Uh, nearby November soybean futures only, what, seven or eight cents from those highs uh, back from a few weeks ago. Uh, the wheat market acting very well. So really a, a very, very strong action across the grain complex here. EIA will release its weekly ethanol report later this morning. Uh, production, of course, has not returned to what I would call pre-virus levels yet, but the gap in ethanol production between this year and last year is certainly narrowing. Average ethanol production over the last four weeks of 912,000 barrels per day. That's down 5% versus the same period last year. So we're not... Uh, a behind by an enormous margin, but we're still behind on a fairly consistent basis. Uh, gasoline demand is still running anywhere from, what, 5 to 10% behind last year's pace. Still definitely have some work to do there. A wide band of the U.S. Corn Belt will see some additional rainfall, a stretch of uh, quite a bit of Oklahoma, actually, Missouri, into, say, eastern Iowa, most of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. They'll see up to two inches of rain over the next seven days. Some of these areas have also seen some additional rain over the last three or four days. Your driest areas of the southern plains and the northern plains are likely to remain dry with the exception of some far eastern areas. China says that its pork supplies will be 30% higher versus last year during the upcoming Lunar New Year holiday. Uh, that holiday starts in February. Um, China, of course, is in the process of recovering from African swine fever, which depleted their hog herd over the last three years. Um, the most recent Chinese government data suggested that pork output was up 18% in the third quarter versus the same period last year. Um, and, and that is part of what's driving this this real strong demand for uh, soybeans in particular. Wheat futures continue to push higher. This is this has been a phenomenal rally in the wheat market. Uh, SRW prices at six-year highs, HRW prices at two-year highs. Um, weather in the U.S. is an issue. Uh, the situation in Russia and the Ukraine, they have some weather issues there. Argentina has some weather issues. Uh, wheat prices in Russia recently hit record high levels. That's partially due to currency, uh, rising export costs, and, and also some crop issues. Now, you got to remember, USDA is projecting that global wheat stocks or, or the global wheat stocks to use ratio rather will be record high following this uh, 2021 marketing year. So on paper, things still very bearish, but in the midst of a crop scare event, uh, that doesn't necessarily matter a whole lot. November grain out options expire on Friday. That's a big option expiration for soybeans in particular. So if you have some open positions there, make sure that you take a look. A uh, couple things. I, I had a couple charts regarding the, the corn situation in China uh, in my newsletter this morning, and I figured I would discuss this just a little bit. There's been a lot of uh, trade chatter regarding this situation. So Chinese corn prices uh, are trading near record highs. Chinese corn growers had uh, some fairly significant weather issues in each of the last two years. China's corn purchases from the U.S. are record high for the marketing year. Uh, there are some recent stories in the news wires suggesting that the stockpile is very light. Uh, supplies in China are very tight. 
USDA's numbers tell you a totally different story. Uh, USDA says that China's corn ending stocks will be the lowest in five years, but are historically projected to still be very high following this uh, 2021 marketing year. USDA estimates that more than 60% of global corn stocks are held in China. So is USDA wrong? Um, Is the data flawed? Why are corn prices in in China uh, screaming higher if this data is even close to reality? That's a good question. Um, There are definitely people in the commodity business who believe that um, this could be some sort of like black swan event where uh, USDA's numbers are totally flawed and China ends up becoming this this massive importer of corn over the next year or two. Um, That's certainly possible. Uh, Other people put more trust in USDA's data and say that, you know what, China uh, certainly does have the corn and uh, maybe they've got some stuff going on short term. Um, But in any case, I mean... You look at the uh, the the corn sales to China in, in the export market, and uh, the 2020 sales that that we've got going on for this marketing year are uh, the best that we've seen on, I believe, on record. We, we were real close back in in 1995 or 96, but the best we've seen it, at least since then, and it's by a pretty wide margin. So they've been buying very very aggressively here, and maybe this is is one of the items that explains the current rally in the corn market. Maybe it's not, but it's certainly something to consider, and I believe that at the very least, it's a situation that should be monitored. Contra-seasonal rally in the corn market continues. Fresh highs in the nearby December contract this morning. Uh, We have not seen December corn futures trade at these sort of levels on this date since 2013. So this is a very, very pronounced contra-seasonal rally. Spread action remains strong. There's only five cents of carry from Dece 20 to July 21 this morning. Uh, the market, in regard to these spreads, is is... I think trying to pull some farmer bushels forward, but also maybe indicative of, of a, a supply demand situation that's tighter than perhaps what the government is letting on. As much as I hate to argue with USDA or um, or ever base anything I do on the idea that USDA is wrong, they've really kind of led us in the wrong direction the last two years with these big stocks adjustments in September. Uh, it's really not a positive thing. I, I think that it it has cost the farmer money uh, without a doubt. Those stocks adjustments in September the last couple of years. Uh, soybean market is acting well, um, you know, despite the fact that we've consolidated here a little bit, the uptrend uh, remains intact. Demand is driving the rally. A demand rally is always better than a supply rally. Uh, you've got processors in the U.S. that are crushing beans at a breakneck pace. Export sales for the marketing year are the best on record. You've got continued buying from both China and other destinations. Some potentially bearish items to keep in mind, um, you know, record Brazilian soybean acreage, of course, the potential for a record crop. Um, there are some people talking about a spike in U.S. corn acreage, although now you've got December 2021 corn futures over $4 and you get a little bit more upside there, it's going to be a lot harder for beans to, to buy those acres. Wheat futures acting very well, of course. Um, it's really amazing. I was looking at the July 21 uh, Kansas City wheat chart, looking at some um, some sales for next year, and uh, that contract's rallied a dollar and forty cents since early August. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal the way that uh, all of these markets have rallied. Cattle futures were uh, slightly higher yesterday. There was some cash cattle trade reported at, uh, I think it was 106, 103 up to 106. So certainly down uh, versus last week. But the, the board did recover and bounced off of some lows yesterday, which is positive. Head of the cash open, the stock market is just marginally lower. The Dow's down about 30 points. S&P's down five. Bonds are off a little bit. Um, 
Crude oil is down 70 cents. Gold and silver up just a little bit. Remember, if you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. It's broken down by crop, by crop year, and by percentage. Uh, sign up for that subscription service. You can cancel it at any time. There's no obligation, uh, no other fees involved. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.